Hey, there he is. Hey, I'm here, and I got the camera working this time. Oh, fucking yeah. Dude, we got audio, we got video, and we did it on the first try. First try. I wasn't I wasn't recording right away. That was the one that was the one thing. That's why I pa- that's why I didn't react right away cuz I was like, "Oh, I had to move the windows around." <laughs> but we'll count it. You know, we'll take it. Oh uh, yeah, I I I'll count it. Yeah. How you doing, man? It's been so long. I know. It's been a minute and a half. Been, like actually though. <laughs> um this I wonder if this is probably our most f- closest back-to-back records. I think so. It's because there's a bunch of, like we were saying, like, there's, like, just a bunch of shit out, kind of, and then, well, there was, like, a flood. There's a weird amount of stuff out. You're about to go away. I just moved, so I'm, like, I don't know. I just bought more (laughs) shit on Prime Day, which, whatever. Sorry. Sorry, Amazon. I use Amazon a lot. It's bad. I know, but. Um, I've been a little better about it, but I did buy, I bought three Blu-rays. All right, what'd you get? I got one, and it might surprise you what it is, but um, I got Lebowski, 4K. Okay. Um, I got I replaced my Dunkirk because I sold that Blu-ray, and then yeah. I replaced my Fury Road as well. Ooh, oh, that's a good idea. I saw there was the anthology for like fifty bucks. I can't get another. That's set right. I now. was thinking about it, and I was like, I really only give a shit about Fury Road, so. Yeah, well, I do love the the Road Warrior. I do love because I, I don't really give a shit about the first, and then the third one, I only care about the George Miller directed parts, which are like the action scenes. Um, yeah. Weirdly enough, I I haven't seen Thunderdome. It's the only one I haven't seen, and hmm. uh, apparently, the movie we're talking about has some callbacks to that in like the Korg of it all. Um, I guess oh, really? I, I was reading a, the trivia and I guess like the, uh, beyond Thunderdome is told through somebody in a cave to a bunch of kids. Right. Yeah. It's like the gyro captain, but he's like not the gyro captain. Cause you know it's how Mad Bruce, Max is like, it's not Bruce Spence. Is it Bruce Spence? No, that's Bruce. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's the guy on Utapau who's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. they're watching us. <laughs> you know, that guy. <laughs> The mouth of sour on himself. Yeah, he is the mouth. He's another one. He's like another Doug Jones type. He's always uh uh-huh. yeah. boogity boogity like slimo who's just like covered in makeup. You know what else he's in? It's gonna blow your mind. Oh. Shot in the dark. Take a shot in the dark. It's one that I'm very excited to bring up for no reason, which actually ties into the movie we're gonna talk about. I remember him in Ace Ventura two. He's one of the villains in Ace Ventura two, but that's probably not what you're thinking. Oh my god! Yeah, because he's kind of got like a Jason Isaacs look. If I'm if I'm getting that guy's name, whoever was Mister Hyde in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, like he's always like a kind of scraggly, like slightly. He always has some kind of makeup, and he's usually like a henchman. No, I'm thinking of Gods of Egypt. He's like a. <laughs> yep. He, he's like a mummy or a ghoul or something in that. I, I don't know. I, I, don't know I could say. not stop thinking about Gods of Egypt this entire movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I couldn't either. There was like a couple of parts uh specifically and we'll get into it. This I, I'm really glad that we actually do because you're about to go away for like like a week or so, right? Yeah, just about. And I was like I was like, I really hope Sean has some time We're during the day. Way. It's like ninety degrees out today. I'm like, I'm not taking like, like 
Coop's asleep behind me. Oh, fingers crossed this time. But um, yeah, I got George sleeping right next to me too. It's a dog app. Everyone's in town, baby. It's the every. Hey, this one's for the dogs. But uh, it's 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 just like um, I was just excited just to talk about it because I'm like, what a what a what a weird one. But okay, so anyway, let's finish up the Blu-ray conversation first. <laughs> so were those your three? It was what was it? Big Lebowski. Fury Road and Dunkirk. Yeah. Where do you? Re- I'm gonna have to ask you maybe off mic where you sell some of this stuff because I have a. I'm gonna go through because I just bought a media shelf, um, and I'm gonna start purging some stuff because I had to get like a big one, <laughs> and uh, we'll see how that how that lasts. But I think yeah. I needed it in anyway just for the amount sheer amount of shit that I have. Um, but I'll have to ask you maybe off mic like where you resell some. Of this. Is it just like Facebook Marketplace or is there like a- uh, offer up? I use offer up. All right. Well, I'll ask about it off mic later. <laughs> I figured I would ask. I got to yeah. I, I like found another like I saw like my DVD of like Starship Troopers and like I have uh, Blu-ray copies of like the Matrix trilogy and I upgraded to the 4K ones, which I haven't watched yet. But um, there's like shit like that that I'm going to start going through and be like, does anybody want this DVD copy of the A-Team with Liam Neeson? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I DV, the DVD collection is always the best because that was the time when like you had to buy shit, really. Like you, their streaming oh, yeah. wasn't a thing. So like the DVD collection is so fucking random, dude. Like, oh, it's all over the place. It's so good. I love it. I'm like, yeah. I, why did I buy this? <laughs> yep. There's like, I'm pretty sure our Harry, like... <laughs> also, Gail has a, also has a copy of Blades of Glory. <laughs> I think uh, for my family, for some reason, we had like one or two copies of like Ali G into House and uh, <laughs> Team America World Police. <laughs> There's always like one random season of a show in there that like you never bothered buying the rest of. Like we have like the first season of Sopranos. <laughs> I think. It. My brother Dan had like the second season of Entourage, and I tried watching it a couple times, but the disc never worked. And I think that that is one of the most formative things that's ever happened. Because if I, I would have probably like like if I had gotten into Entourage, like that's a real sliding door situation. <laughs> but it never worked. So there's something in the universe just being like, you don't want this. And then as I learned more about it, I was just like, I don't think I want any of this. <laughs> to quote Dewey Cox, <laughs> I think I kind of want it. Um... Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's just, it's just like a fascinating like time capsule to be like, oh yeah, like I remember what store I bought this in, or like how I got like what yeah. Christmas, it, you know, whatever. It's it's an interesting yeah. like cool little thing to think about um, going through yeah. that stuff. Oh yeah, and then there's ones where I'm like, oh, I've fucking burned through this disc like a million billion times. I never, mm-hmm. I'm never going to rewatch fantastic four, the Yoan Griffith one, but boy, did I love that when I was younger? I loved that fucking movie. Um, got your money's was, worth. Yeah. Uh, I never got the second one, even though for some reason, I figured, I forget if I ever brought this up. I really want to get into the silver surfer. I don't know why. I just want the silver surfer to be like one of my guys, <laughs> like, but I, but I think he also fits into that category of super. Like, I really love the vision. And I think it's also just because it's like if you painted me like vision <laughs> colors, I would just look like him. <laughs> like and like now that I shave my head, and it's the same thing with the Silver Surfer, where I'm just like, I think I just I think it's just like they're just like a blank slate, like kind of tall, sort of in shape guy, and I'm like, yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah, I could see myself being that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but they're they're Jonesy and Doug Jones was uh, Norrin Rad. Yeah. Oh, um, I just the Silver Surfer's last name is Rad, and that that's probably why I want to get into into the guy. Uh, um, 
Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, the one 4K I got. I was gonna say, what was your check? I'm in the blank check back catalog. All right, I'll give you a clue. That's 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 part of your clue. The director I'm on is Mr. Ang Lee. Um, and there's a couple movies of his that I've been wanting to revisit, and I'm j- I just pulled the trigger on one just because I'm like it's it's an oddity, and I'm I, I for I've been really wanting to watch it for like a year, and I've been saving it as I'm getting closer to that episode. It's not what you'd probably initially think, which you're giving me a look where you're like it's not it's Gemini not, man. It's not I'll, Gemini, I'll just, yeah, <laughs> it's not Gemini man. Um, it's not Gemini man. Uh, back? I've never actually seen Brokeback. No, <sighs> Hulk it's a movie I've seen. It is Hulk. It, it is Hulk. Hulk. It's not that exciting, but uh, like I probably should have got like uh, uh, Crouching Tiger or something like that. I've only seen that once, and I'm, I'm excited to rewatch that when I get to that one too. But um, yeah, I got it. Was like a sale, even though I think when I just I literally just pulled the trigger on that and a bunch of other stuff for the apartment, uh, mostly like workout stuff, and I think the deal already expired. So fuck it, whatever. But um, <laughs> I was like, you know what, I just. That'll go whenever I reorganize everything. That'll fit nicely near, um, like Roland Emmerich's Godzilla and like Alita yeah. Battle Angel and uh, Valerian as like 4K movies. Where I'm just like, really, why do I have this? <laughs> but I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, so. I that's my, Apocalypse Now is mine uh, version of that. Like, why did I buy this? I think I think Hearts of Darkness really sold me on it. Like the documentary being part of it uh, in a HD restoration was. I was like, all right, I think fifteen bucks is yeah. justifiable. Yeah, it's not bad. I was close to getting the Godfather trilogy because they just remastered. Yeah, that and I think you have the Hitchcock stuff in your movie library somewhere because yes. there's a Hitchcock. I have a lot of blind spots for. Um, but I'll have but I'll have Hulk. So <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about buying his second. <laughs> Uh, universe. They have a second Hitchcock pack that's out, but yeah. like it's it's his later stuff, and I'm like, eh, it's 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 not as good. And like, I just really yeah. want a 4K North by Northwest, which is Warner, so I don't think it would be part of one of those sets. But like, I just want them to restore yeah. that. That movie is just fucking so awesome visually. I've never, I've I've got a lot of hit. I've seen like, I've seen like weirdly, like I've only seen like the birds and like rope. And I'm sure there's like one or two others I've seen, but those are the two that jump out where I'm like, I've never seen vertigo or psycho mm. vertigo. I, which, I think you would, you would dig. And I think you would really dig um, North by Northwest. Cause it's like a precursor to bond. It's like him, like kind of auditioning for a bond in a weird way. Or like, that's great. Cause like they want to no carry one. grant for bond after that. They were like, you want to just be bond? And he was like, I nah, know. I'll have to fucking find track that down somewhere. Then I'm trying to watch like better th- better things, which which I have Hulk on the way. So <laughs> keep also another that. good show, Better Things on uh, FX. Oh, <laughs> uh, is I never got around to it because I was gonna watch it, and then it was just like all the Louis C- yeah. C- C- yeah. And I was just like, because it looks like it was like a kind of spiritual sequel just because it was yeah and yeah think, but. yeah he he like ep'd it but like i think his involvement waned after that if yeah, not she's in name only and like yeah. it, he's not really involved it's it's it is it's her fine. show you know like it's it's like i'll watch it it's great. She's great yeah. yeah it's really bobby good. dang it bobby <laughs> I know it's crazy like he's like wow she's like the voice of a lot of my childhood too on top of like being in shows that I like after the fact you know like it's like holy shit she just has a crazy career yeah she's yeah 
No, 100% where it's like now she finally gets like her, her show kind of kind of thing. That's FX is good like that where it's just like. It's yeah, really yeah. good. They, they do go. like these kind of, I guess, like half autobiographical like embellishment shows kind of deal. Yeah. It's like, ah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. FX is like, I feel my brother and I talked about this before where it's like HBO is probably like top tier out of like the cable channels. And then for a little while, it was like it's like AMC and like FX are probably the uh, mm-hmm. they kind of, they I think depending on the year they kind of switch up, but FX might have have it over AMC. AMC, I'm like I don't know what they have like if you count FXX too, I think because they have a lot of the comedy. Oh, I do. Now. Like they have Sunny, and I think Shadows may just be FX now, but that's that's on today. I'm trying to watch that. Oh yeah, Reservation Dogs too was mm-hmm. like incredible. Um, uh, when I finally got around to like watching all of that and finishing that, like I was like, this is gonna be funny, and I would like watch it while I was like doing stuff. I'd be, like be making breakfast, and then by the time I sit down to eat, I'm just like weeping, <laughs> like like where I'm just like, oh my god, these poor kids. Um, yeah, what a fucking good show. Uh, yeah, because that show was like built as a comedy, but it is. I don't. I think it squarely is not. Like, there's funny elements, but. So I saw a really funny tweet today that was like about the Emmys. It was like there should be a separate comedy section called comedy with parentheses funny. <laughs> it's like all these comedy shows that are getting nominated are like, yeah, I guess it's a comedy, but uh, like existential dread, barely yeah. a comedy. Like it stars yeah. a, a comedian, but I don't, I you know. That's another show I got to get back. Barry, Barry, I kind of want to start from the beginning. It's so good. Well, I, I watched the first few seasons, but that was however long ago, and I, I couldn't tell you what the fuck happened. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But granted, I just did that with the Umbrella Academy, and I, I, I finished that in two days just because I, I had it on while I was like unpacking and stuff, and I was like, it started really good, and then by the end, I was like, yeah, this has the same problem that the other two seasons have, where it's like there's like two or three episodes too many in this. Like, mm. it's... I thought it was the best season still overall because it was just kind of like really loose with everything. It was fun, but... Yeah, I'm checking off shit like that as I'm like packing. I'm like, what's good background noise shows? But yeah, Barry's Barry's a good watch too because it's 30 minutes too. You could you could breeze through a season in like four hours or a little under. That's kind of what I need. But I have a bunch of furniture coming, and then I gotta unpack like books and stuff like that like on Friday. So I like Friday through Sunday is gonna be my my prime time for doing that, and I'm gonna be. Pretty, pretty comfy after that, which is going to be nice. And then I got to get a couch, but anyway, um, before the, the last thing I'm going to bring this up now to probably bring up more in our review too. Cause now I'm just thinking about other shows and stuff. I started Ms. Marvel this morning and I texted you, uh, while I was watching it within like five minutes is probably when I texted you when I was just like, mm. This is fucking great, and I'm two episodes in, and there's a point in the second episode where she, I'm just gonna just kind of vaguely describe, she, like, comes back to her house, Kamala, and she's really excited because she, like, met a boy, and it's just her, uh, like, lip-syncing to uh, Be My Baby, and I was just like, oh, I absolutely love everything about this so far. It's so stylish. Mm-hmm. It does all these interesting camera moves. They do, there's... There's a lot of graphics work in a way that is so interwoven in the show where when I texted you, I was like, this is so fucking stylish. And in the back of my mind, I was like, well, this is the first ep- couple minutes. Maybe it's going to lose this. But it's so woven into the storytelling and the character and everything. Where I'm, I, I, Like, it's very quickly obvious that it's like, 
know. Like, the way that they show, like, text messages and stuff like that throughout is, like, watching it, like, I think you're going to, even me kind of vaguely, not even spoiling it, I'm, I'm trying to just, like, sell you on it where I'm like, it's it's wonderful. And then there's, like, all the, like, Pakistani, Pakistani-American kind of experience stuff that I'm like, okay, this seems great. Like, I, this is not my lived experience, and I don't know how representative this is as a whole, but it's fucking great so far. <laughs> like, it's it's really good. It's really, really nice. And it, it's... Hell yeah. Yeah, she's great. And then I got a spoiler about what they apparently tease in the finale that just came out today. And I saw like, that too. Yeah, which I don't know how it plays into anything so far, but whatever. Yeah, sounds, I, I want to check good. it out. Yeah, because they're they're kind of teeing up that Marvels movie, right? Like the Captain Marvel sequel, which is like the Marvels, right? Yeah, it's it's like because it's gonna be Ms. Marvel. Um, what's her name from WandaVision? Uh, not Monica. Is it Photon Mar- Maria? Maybe it is Monica. Monica Rambo, and then Maria's the mother, or is it? Maybe vice versa. I'm I'm completely blanking. Um. Uh, but I think it's Photon, and then Brie Larson. And what I hear is they're just gonna go around and they're just gonna castrate every man in the universe, and Brie Larson's <laughs> just gonna like laugh while she does it, and then like I'm just say I don't gonna play. Yeah, she's going to say, I don't care what you thought about um, A Wrinkle in Time. And she's going to give that speech again. <laughs> and it's going to win the Stand Up and Cheer Award uh, at next year's Oscars. <laughs> you think they're going to do that again? <laughs> it's it's only shrouded in controversy at this point. Like, between the bots rigging it and the fact that Ezra Miller, <laughs> Academy Award winner Ezra Miller... Uh, his Academy Award is the Stand Up and Cheer Award, right? Like he didn't actually win an Oscar, right? No. Like, okay, no. just, I'm triple checking. Yeah, I, I mean, now no, he definitely they definitely have. Um, yeah, uh, fucking, uh, yeah, I I I might download it and watch it on the plane tomorrow. I was thinking about it, maybe that being my. That's a good plane. I think it'd be a good plane trip. I think you'd be. Because it's like I'm focused surprised. on it. Like I, I actually, yeah. I, everyone like throws away playing stuff, but I'm like, no, I'm like, I, I'm more focused. I don't have to. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not yep. like distracted. Yeah, yeah. I agree with all of that. Um, I was about to say, but yeah. Anyway, um, that being said, there's another Marvel thing that just came out that you had seen already, and I just saw just last night. Yeah. Uh, Thor, colon, love, and thunder. Bring the thunder. Jack Black. Lightning and the thunder. And the yeah. thunder. Yeah. Jack Black should be in one of these fucking movies. Yeah, he's really overdue. And he should have... This would have been the one to, like, have mm. him be, like... there. There's, a tr- there's, like, trolls and shit. Like, Jack Black should just be a troll in, in one of these <laughs> Thor movies, right? Like... Like ah Thor, ah, look at this! I made you a cool bandolier, so you can it's put just, all your your stuff. It's well, just Jack Black painted a different color and like made bigger. It's not like any uh, anything else. Yeah, and he's just like way too he's hairy. Like green. He's like green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and they just they do what they did with Peter Dinklage, just make him bigger. 
<laughs> they did that with a lot of people to mixed results <laughs> in this. Yes. Uh, 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 yeah, but uh, Sean, Thor, Love, and Thunder, what did you think about the film? Um, I a lot. There's a lot of a lot of things going on in my thoughts. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I don't know where to start. I, I I thought the intro, like the first scene, was really good and like really mm-hmm. dark, and I was like, oh, yeah. this is interesting. Um, and then it never gets there ever again. Um, and I part of my theory is they just cut a ton of his shit because it was really dark and scary, and they were like, this is not. This is just too tonally different from the rest of what we did, and. I think it I don't know if it w- makes it better or worse cuz it could have been just like too all over the place if they left cuz it I they had to have had more gore shit, right? Like they did the whole like screen thing with like all of his kills and stuff. Like, oh, he killed all these gods and it's like they probably had full scenes, right? Like yeah. Uh almost certainly. I think they've talked about cutting out a bunch of stuff. Like I I'm also going to say this because I listened to the Weekly Planet episode about this. Yeah, so I'm going to try not to curb too much from that. But they were saying there was apparently a sequence where, because in the late uh, second half of the movie, or I forget when exactly. I guess it's probably when it picks up. Like, Gore's covered in, like, scars. Yes. And he cut off all of his tattoos. And that's why he's all scarred up and all fucked up. And they were like, yeah, that was too much. And then there's, like, a couple other things apparently that they filmed with him that were all like too much because he's he's pretty scary he's pretty scary and a lot of it is like the design and then his really off kilter performance where it's like but it is it, it he is kind of almost in like a different movie it's really weird this movie is it, it's this movie's a really weird one uh it is and i i think it's like the weak most of his weak Taika's weaknesses as a writer I guess like he yeah. he he usually has the a problem of like always going for the bit whether it is consistent with like a character or with the plotting and like lore or whatever is set up which I I, I don't really ultimately don't give a shit but like yeah I think it makes this movie worse like it it's yeah. like super inconsistent with itself and like what even his other movie did um, yeah and I'm gonna give what I think is the best example of that. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. I, I don't want to forget about this. There's the part after New Asgard's attacked and Thor, Valkyrie, and uh, Jane Foster, Mighty Thor, are all um, talking in like that like big meeting room. And then Thor tries to fly off with the Bifrost. And then you just see him immediately crash down. And then he just walks back into the place and they basically just continue the conversation. And then they were talking about, all right, we got to do this, this, and this, and then we're going to beat Gore. And then Natalie Portman's like, all right, I'll fucking see you there. And then she takes off, bursts through the ceiling, and then basically lands. She's like, oh, sorry, I went too quick. And then the scene just kind of continues. And it was like, what the fuck were, was either of those moments? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I remember that. It, it's really weird. And it's like that didn't serve any... The, the Thor one, when he shoots off, he crashes immediately, and it's like, I guess the narrative part of that is like, it, Stormbreaker's not really working, and then for Natalie Portman, I think it's when it kind of sets up her catchphrase thing, but like them like flying off only to just like come right back and be like, oh, okay, yeah, like we're, 
okay, we weren't ready yet. Like, th- there's weird shit like that. Yeah. Where it's just kind of, there, there's, there's stuff that's off. Yeah. It, it's weird. It, it feels the most, like, COVID-y of their movies, I think. Yeah. Um, I, they shot in Australia, so I'm wondering if, like, their, their stuff, I'm sure their stuff was more strict, their guidelines and um Mm -hmm. it also was like the most volume use i think in any movie they've done right yeah the the fight in the shadow realm and then the the last like and the full spoilers the um like the black and white fight and then the the bit at the end in like the not soul gem world but it was just (laughs) yeah it was the, the, the full color soul gem world you know what I mean? Where it's just that again, but like different. I was like, okay. I, and I'm, I'm being critical, but that was one of the best parts of the movie. Um, yeah. In my opinion. The black I, and I white just stuff say, is really neat. Yeah, yeah. Both both parts. Both parts I thought were, were really good. I do want to say, I think I really, I think I liked this. I didn't love it. And I'd be curious to see a second viewing if what the fuck I make of it. Yeah, because I remember me and you weren't hot on Ragnarok at first either. We weren't, like, in love with it. We were both like, yeah, it was good. So I'm, like, wondering if this is going to grow on me too because I I kind of felt the same way coming out of this one. I was like, it was okay. Like, I I think it, like, has some of his worst tendencies, like, on yeah. display, and it's just like, okay. Uh, I love a good joke that just keeps going like way too long uh yeah the goats screaming was like a one that got me for a while and then like it kind of lost me and then it kind of got me again like in a weird way like it was like all right they're still doing it this is kind of funny yeah Uh, because you kind of forget about it's the sideshow bob (laughs) stepping on rakes yeah um, uh kind of philosophy of it because the goats they don't use that much and then every time that they do pop up it's like sometimes you just kind of hear them but you don't see the goats <laughs> like yeah and like that's better where it's just like yeah, I like when they okay, do that yeah. and i like when it's like a far away scream or something like it's like a, like yeah. it, it it plays like they are as far away as they are in camera sometimes and like that that works for me too sometimes um yeah so it's like that shit but like i could see where people like are totally annoyed with that like that that can only that's for a specific type of person i think and like i could see most yeah. people being annoyed with it yeah because and i've talked about this before when we've talked about the trailers um if you like this is the one comic book arc that i actually have read all of where i'm like like in terms of like something that is like it is straight up the jason aaron thor run mm-hmm. um which he wrote over seven years or something like that well, that sounded like a sword, but that was just a water bottle. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, but it was like Jason Aaron wrote the like the arc that this movie basically takes everything from. The gore arc is super. It, it covered like it it takes Thor from like bef- in from like 400 AD modern day Avenger Thor, and then like Thor King Thor in the hyper future when it, there's like eight beings left in all of the universe left. Um, and anyone who is alive is like a concept, like some sort of like Wolverine is like the Phoenix flying around and he just doesn't have any memory. He's just like, I don't know. I just, I'm I'm dead, I guess, but I can't die. I don't, I think I maybe have half a memory of you. And it's like, okay, that's, that's crazy. He's some sort of elemental force of the universe now. Um, like it's all characters like Dr. Doom, I think is like. 
Doctor Doom is like the silver, like he, Doctor Doom has like the powers of like the Silver Surfer and like three other things, and he's like the Sorcerer Supreme or something like that, like all rolled into one. Where he's just like, I refuse to die, and I have all this power, and I, but he like is like some form of entropy or something. Um, it's crazy. I love that shit. Anyway, uh, and then the Gore storyline is there's a lot more about it and a lot more more about like what it is to be a god like there's a lot about prayers like thor can like people actually worshiping the gods what that means there's a little bit more to gore's backstory and why he hates he's just like a hyper atheist like but he can also he gets the sword that so he can get results and he can go and actually like kill all the gods if he's which is what he chooses to do um so it's just weird. It's just weird because then all the the Jane Foster stuff. It's a mystery for most people who she who is the new Thor, and then her cancer stuff isn't just one scene in the beginning. Like it, the idea is that like she she loves fighting as Thor because it's like her cancer battle, but she can go out and like hit monsters and stuff. Um, she also has to keep proving her name like she fights odin and stuff like early on and then there's all this other stuff but the whole idea is that when every time she turns into thor her body resets and the hammer kind of purges any um injuries out of her body other than the cancer and it it purges all the chemotherapy out so every time that she transforms it just she's just not getting she's not it, it flushes out all of her treatment and i i thought that's like i thought was like a really interesting angle to it there's a whole bunch of other shit there's like so much nothing that i was just describing there is like super lighthearted and jokey too like because it's it's all the gore stuff and the gore storyline also culminates in there's like a crossover event where like nick fury gets the powers of uatu the watcher on the moon and he whispers something into Thor's ear that makes him drop the hammer and he can no longer pick it up. And that's what leads to Jane Foster getting it. And spoiler alert, the thing that he ultimately whispers in his ear is Gore was right. And you find that out like a long time after that event happens. So it's that idea that like Gore is correct and that all gods must die because the, the system is corrupt and like all this other shit. And this movie can't properly adapt or tackle those things so it's weird so everything you're saying about the jokes and the comedy and stuff like leaning into all of that i can see why certain people who are who like love all the marvel shit it, it's just it's it's just a weird mishmash of, this movie's a weird mishmash of tones and i think it's weirdly on purpose but I don't know. I don't know. I just talked for a yeah, while. So. It, it, well, it is. It's it's a hard thing to do, and I don't know if like Taika, he he does different concepts, but it's never necessarily different tones. Like I don't think Shadows is necessarily different tones. I think it's like like consistently like one thing, you know. Whereas like I think this is just too. I feel like a Raimi would probably be better at doing something like this where it can be like weird and jokey and hokey, but also dark and scary. Um, I think, yeah, no, you're a hundred percent right. Um, I, to me, this re cause I think Taika can do other tones. Jojo rabbit. When yeah. that movie eventually really pivots and then is like, we need to 
like it deals with the reality of everything that's going on and it's like a gut punch when you, you see the shoes um and then because that movie like stops being funny after a certain point and i think this he's capable does too i think it i don't know if it's it like on does but... but not as long yeah uh because the shit right before there is some really silly shit that i absolutely loved um even though the implications of it are weird uh uh that's not quite it i i think to me this this i think has taika's fingerprints all over it but it's also him just i think overconfident in a way where i i kind of got a vibe that he just didn't care as much he was like oh they love everything i do i can do whatever the fuck i want and you're getting that and at times it's good and then other times it's just like i don't think his i don't think his heart's in it as much Uh no way yeah um I for sure like I, in a weird way I kind of commend him for just phoning it in and being like eh, but it's also like I, this could have been much better you know it's like I don't really give a shit about yeah. him wasting Disney's money but also it's like the 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 Marvel machine is like to a point where the, it probably won't lose the money but it may not make them as much money I, I'm interested I'm going to be interested to see the drop off next weekend <laughs> Yeah, I don't because word of mouth is so fucking weird. I was so curious to see it because just because of that, where I was just like, it's weirdly, it's a lot of people weirdly defending it. Where I'm like, that's not good. Uh, But and I don't think it's bad. Like, I think, and I've said this a lot about all the Phase Four movies. Um, I haven't rewatched a single Phase Four movie. Uh, I think it's technically the last of the Phase Fours, but anyway. they all have like either like a half an hour at the beginning or the end that kind of fucks them up. Uh, this didn't quite have that. It just kind of had that feeling like kind of throughout. And I feel like it's like volume COVID production stuff. There's yeah, there's like a disconnector or like it's just, or they just cut everything that they could to give you like the bare minimum. Like there's no depth to this yeah. movie. It just is like, it just feels like it's just like surface level. Like we're just going to skate right through this plot and get to the credits, you know? And it's like concepts that are difficult and like need to have that gray room. And like those, like, you you know what I mean? Like there needs to be more to it than what they get at. You get a little bit with like Russell Crowe as Zeus, which was just absolutely wonderful. Um, uh, Again, like, yeah, this movie cut out scenes that are, like, dark character growth for gore. And then it leaves in, like, a minute of Russell Crowe throwing a, up and down a Thunderbolt and doing Thunderbolt tricks. And all I could think about was there's nothing there. <laughs> and they, how, how much did they film of this? Where they're like, Russell, you can yeah, just kind of like, mime whatever. It was like Mac. It was like Mac <laughs> doing karate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Russell, you can just mime whatever the fuck you want and we'll put it in later. And I was like, are you like, but also, I, I don't know. We talked about this before where it's like, I don't know, like Russell Crowe had like, he kind of like just went fuck it recently. And he's just kind of goofy and weird. And I'm, I'm really here for it. I'm, but, I'm, uh, I am like, he's got a weird accent. Like it's, it's just like, yeah, why not? He's got a yeah. cra- crazy wig going on. Yep. He has uh, armor where he's Russell Crowe is he's a he's a pretty big guy at this point. He's got a big beer belly and his armor goes out over his belly, but it still has abs on it. It's so good. 
He's got a little skirt. Because Zeus kind of sucks. Like, Zeus is, like, supposed to be how he is in Hercules. Like, he's kind of a shit. Yep. Um, so I'm like, yeah, this is great. I, I actually, that was probably my favorite bit was the Zeus shit. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. But, but also, when they first get into, uh, and I'll, I I have a theory that there is, this is a deep cut weird reference, but they go to Omnipotent City, which kind of blends into like two, it kind of blends into one word, right? And Russell Crowe's there. Yeah. And I'm like, is this a virtuosity reference in some insane way? I, I kind of feel like it is. I, I want to have that. But uh, uh, that place made my eyes hurt. Yeah, it wasn't great. It, there was so much going on. Was, I saw the movie IMAX. is so busy. It's so busy. Which is a negative uh, yeah. overall. The action yeah. scenes are... Okay, so horrible. Gonna, like the night scene when when Mighty Thor shows up for the first time, I was like, I don't, I can't see anything. Like this looks like shit, and it looked like they actually shot it like on a set. Like it looked pretty practical, and I kind of remember set photos of like all those like storefronts and like Main Street kind of yeah. being built. And I was like, why doesn't this look better? I I don't know because the monsters are all I kept in my mind I just kept calling them sloppy gloppies because the monsters <laughs> are all they're they're shadow creatures they look like rejects from the Eternals I kept thinking about the I'm probably gonna put on the Eternals tomorrow or tomorrow or Friday I'm gonna rewatch the Eternals because the, I couldn't stop thinking about it while watching this movie I don't know why because it's probably I, like better better executed versions of what they do in this and I. I think by a, so. Like a better director. I don't know. Like at least visually also, better director. And it was, it's the opposite. Cause their whole thing was like, yeah, we used real locations and I'm like, and then everyone was making fun of that. Like everybody who's made fun of the Eternals and really was shitting on that. It's like, this is the antithesis of that. Is this what you want? Question mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Where some of the other movies like a Shang-Chi is like somewhere in the middle probably because it's yeah, like that's that's kind of like i put that in like the ant-man realm i think of like well i'm talking about like production style where it's yeah. like the end of that movie takes place in a, like a void where i'm just like i i don't like the last half hour of that once they go to the magic world but i also watched that one time and then the eternals it's like you know what i did like when they beat up what's his name from game of thrones on that beach a lot i thought that was like an awesome action scene i knew what was going on and i was like you know, I saw a clip of this. That a clip of that popped up on my Instagram feed this morning. I don't know why. And I watched the uh, the super speed uh, Eternal like oh, just yeah. beat the shit out of him, and it's like awesome. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I understood what was going on. There were wide shots, so I could understand what was happening. There's like not a wide shot in this entire movie. It seems like there is not. It that's everything is so fucking close to like. <sighs> this has like the weird like editing thing that I think BVS had where it's like they needed to cut as much shit out as possible we're not showing you establishing shots we're not showing you like anything deeper than like the plot like this is I obviously to very different results I think ultimately but like just like what I think like what they shot versus what they ended up showing us is like similar in the way that like you don't get more than like the surface level shit there's like no like yeah there's there's no meat you know it's just kind of like you know yeah it's 
it's like all fat. I don't know. Cause I was thinking about that metaphor earlier too, where I was like, it's either like all meat or like all fat. It's, it, it's, it's missing whatever. It's probably, it's probably no all balance. meat. Cause like you need the fat to give you the flavor and the depth, you know? Yeah. But then again, it's all the stuff that's not like good for you that it overindulges in, yeah. you know, like it's not that's the, true. it's not the substance. Like it's like that's, fat and gristle or something. Yeah, there's some there's some kind of metaphor. Listeners, you, you can let us know what the metaphor is. But yeah, because they cut out all the dark gore stuff, um, but they left and they cut out. Lena Headey was supposed to be in it, and they cut Dinklage. out Peter Dinklage and Goldblum, which I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. I feel like we're kind of done with him. Like, I don't. There's there was really no point of him being in this. I guess. Unless he showed up and was just like, "Hey, when's the orgy gonna get started?" <laughs> like that's that's where, scene. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what you want. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's just a weird movie because yeah, all the action scenes were all kind of the best ones were probably in the last chunk. Like the the, mm-hmm. the black and white fight was really cool, and that had some cool stuff, but it also was just a bunch of sloppy gloppy black and white shit floating around it's a really interesting idea a really interesting visual thing but it's just it's all like everything's like too fast in this movie it's it's yeah. like it's like we're just skating through it we're gonna get through this you know yeah it's like weirdly and the then, one time where i was like this shouldn't be just a two-hour movie or like or like cut the other shit out to put like the plot back in and like the the character development and the yeah, I don't know. Like, Matt there Damon. Had to, there had to have been more with Jane. I know there was BTS of Jane, like actually transforming into Thor, and I, and it was just like her on a gimbal, just like you know going crazy. And I was like, that why I want to see that. Like that looks great. Yeah, like I I would love to see that. I you know what I did love though that I'm I'm glad they left in all the flashback stuff, all the weird yeah hyper mundane stuff like Thor at dinner just be like getting a his phone's buzzing. I, I gotta take this and he turns and he shows it says Nick Fury I'm like this is this is good this this yeah. is the good stuff because it also doesn't necessarily retcon anything it fills in a, a narrative gap that we never got like why did they break up and I think that that is probably the pitch because it was Taika and another writer who hasn't worked on a Marvel project yet um, who who made this and I can imagine I can't remember her name uh, uh, Jennifer Robinson. And I yes. can imagine, like, something like that probably would have been in, like, their pitch. That's, like, my... That was, like, my gut instinct, where it's, like... I, I imagine, like, that's some of the... That and the Jane Foster stuff would draw a newer writer into this. Um, I just thought that all that stuff was interesting. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I liked it. I liked that Korg was the one telling it. Um, and... I think on a... Well, I was going to say... The, <laughs> Coopy. Thanks, Cooper. Someone, I think, just came in the front door. I hope it's my very expensive designer ice cream that I ordered a couple days ago. Um, I, I think just because I'm not to cut you off, but the, the Korg telling the story, I think, can work on a meta level where it's Taika Waititi's character telling this crazy story. And that's like, that's also how I had canon the Hobbit movies. So... Yeah, I don't know. That's also me desperately trying to be like, no, it's it's good actually. 
no i i know i agree i like that part of it no i thought that was good um i yeah. just Korg just looked so inconsistent in this movie um and they like even pointed that out like in that video that kind of went viral have you seen that of like taika and tessa thompson like doing a scene breakdown on like one of those gq things or whatever Oh, no. kinda like they're kind of like shitting on it and it's just like it's just it's just it's just like more and more apparent that like the, i don't think they gave a shit or like either that or they were just so overworked and he's so overextended that like he just was like i, I don't know i'm just whatever yeah i think yeah it's, it's just not as visually like everything's like we were saying the other day that i mentioned it in the last pod it's like everything's really locked off and like yeah yeah i don't know literally after watching two episodes of miss marvel at this point i was just watching all the interesting camera work all the interesting there's a scene where she gets home late from from something with her friend and she's up on the uh roof of like their her porch because her friend had to like boost her up to like get in and then he's on his bike down here. She's up here. And the camera just kind of goes Dutch for a little bit. And it puts him on the same plane. It puts him on the same plane. And I'm like, great. <laughs> like, and that's a, that is a mundane scene. In a, but like with excellent visual storytelling and just a little bit of style. It's that show. It fucking blows this out of the water visually because it's also like the okay so i want to talk about the opening see the opening sequence with the guardians chunk yeah um i enjoyed all the guardian stuff in it uh dave batista got the fucking shaft uh as he often does i think he's the one who doesn't actually get a line um and I'm sure I can't wait for Dave Bautista just to be like, yo, fuck you, Taika Waititi. Like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Like, you know how he, how he does. Uh, and then James Gunn will be like, down, down, my son. And he'll just be like, <laughs> Apparently James Gunn helped out on these scenes too, which probably is the reason why they work so well. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. it's... Um, it's like he's not allowed. No one's allowed to use them unless he like has some input, which I kind of like. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, because it's... <laughs> Because, again, he got fired, and then they were like, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> we, no one else knows how to do this. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was about to say. But even that, like, that was the best. That Chris Pratt was more locked in on his one scene with Thor than all of Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> like, he's so bad in Jurassic World. And in this, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I this is likable. I like Chris Pratt as Star-Lord. Yeah, I, I was on board. I, I bought it again. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's we're back, baby. Like, right back in it. Yeah, I love that all the Guardians were just pissed at Thor just because he can just come in and just do all their jobs for them. And they're like, why are we even here? Like, <laughs> like what's the point of this? Uh, fucking Kraglin gets married on every planet that they go to, apparently. I love it. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I love that. But the Thor beating everybody up to Sweet Child of Mine, this is my... I loved that because it's weird bird creatures, uh, and that blue whoever the blue alien prince yeah. was. I gotta look up who that was. I thought they did an incredible job. Um, oh yeah, Jamie Alexander came back for this. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's where I'm like they 
she had to have more scenes too. Like her her scene is so weird and like the energy is so frantic and like I'm like there was more that they just like they're just like throwing you right in the middle of this performance and it's just weird. Yeah, she in an interview was just like, "Yeah, I was told I was going to do more." And I was just like, "Oh, I think everyone's pissed about this movie who worked on it." Um but that opening, I really wish Sif did more. I thought she was going to yeah. come back and, like, her and Valkyrie were going to, like, hook up or something. I, that's where I thought. I was like, why else reintroduce her and Valkyrie's trying to figure out, like, her whole deal. I'm like, okay, well, go make out with Sif. Yeah. Every, I'd watch that in IMAX. That sounds cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, not, in a, not in a creep way, but, you know, it's like... Uh, but, um, anyway... No, they were, like, definitely trying to... Yeah, they were going for like. Didn't they say like this is kind of like their their bisexual, their like queer movie, and I, I don't think they really got there. But yeah, all that it's, there's it's, like that one is more than normal, but more than normal. But did you see that one interview where Taika Waititi? It's like Taika, Tessa Thompson, and Natalie Portman on stage, and someone asks like. Uh, like how gay is the movie and Taika throws it to Natalie Portman and she just kind of awkwardly goes like so gay and then no, Taika's like totally yeah and I'm like oh boy is Taika bad <laughs> like he's yeah he, he does kind of have like a like I don't know like kind of like a jokester like all the time kind of thing that probably gets exhausting or like he, he's just like that all the time and it's not yeah. like a personality that he puts on. Yeah. It's also uh, just like, I think it's an overconfidence thing right now. You know what it is? And I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I just had cold brew right before. I feel like I'm talking a lot, but, um, uh, he's got big Seth MacFarlane, uh, vindicated, like post Ted energy. <laughs> like, yeah. Remember when Seth MacFarlane was everywhere and it was like Seth MacFarlane's dating Charlize Theron? What the fuck? Like <laughs> fucking Peter Griffin? Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It is kind of uh, it is kind of a weird thing. And also like people are weirdly kind of going after him hard on- online like the I don't know if it's like Marvel it, it the, all the weird discourse around this movie, it's so weird and feels really manufactured and forced. Whether it's yeah. people defending the movie or attacking the movie or Taika or whoever, um, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, everything about it is weird. There was like the whole like controversy. I get whatever you could call that. Like when like those like TMZ photos of like him and Rita and Tessa making out. Did you remember that? Like that that was yeah. the whole thing. So I, that part of me also was like thinking about that and like I was like I was yeah. kind of hoping that like that kind of like crazy apparently energy was gonna show up a little more and on screen i don't know <laughs> no, it seems like they're having what? a good time i don't <laughs> that's what i'm saying where it's just like you know if he was distracted i get it like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> why what is he gonna do figure out oh yeah oh yeah like, i gotta go figure out this gore the god butcher storyline or <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what i mean like yeah um and that's what I, again like i i don't it's like it's fucking disney's money i don't care um mm-hmm. but also like I just I was just kind of disappointed, I guess, in the sense that like I feel like there could have been this could have been better, and there is a better yeah. movie somewhere like on on the cutting room floor. Yeah, because he has a real improv improvisational style too. So it, it it I think some of the scenes reek of improv in a way that worked in the last one that don't work this time. 
And also, I think there's two things. So I, because I, I, I want to th- finish this slot on that opening action sequence. It's like a Super Bowl commercial, and I don't know how else to describe that energy. It it has the, it has Super Bowl commercial energy. I, yeah. I don't know, right? Like yeah, that's a, that's, I, I think, that's fair. I think it's maybe just like the thing with the split, where it's just like. Like I can just see him going around being like, "Oh, being Thor is so hard," and then he's just doing all the all of his big moves while the song's playing, and he's just talking to the camera, and then he's just like, "That's why I use GoDaddy.com." Yeah. And he's talking about GoDaddy, and then they have a shot of his butt. Yeah, um, yeah it's just uh, it's just weird. Um, it's a weird like I, they're almost like experimenting with how like little effort they can put in to, but they spent two hundred fifty fucking million dollars on this movie. Which is like, it's baffling. I'm like, where did that money go? I know COVID makes things more expensive, but I didn't think it was that much. Well, well, I'm just thinking that it's like all the CG on shit that didn't have to be CG. Like Jane's mask, Thor's fucking mask at one point. Both of those. Jane's looks okay at best, probably. Where it's just like, why? Like, why? It's just la- it's lazy. It's like they don't have to think about it, or it's like the the suits. They openly admit it. They like we just didn't know what they were gonna look like, so we just green screen. Like they just put them in the Avenger suits, the matching things that they had in right. game. And they keep doing that. And then there's there's been an article or two that came out like the last week or so, being like Marvel's the worst client because of the costume shit, especially <laughs> like they keep talking about where it's like, hey, it's we the hardest uh, to do. And apparently they like they'll be like, okay, so we need you to. You, this is the design we're using for the costume. Like it needs to be done by this point, and then the picture, this the shot gets locked. We're actually going to go back to this other design. Um, and the trailer that's comes out Monday. Worse. Yeah. Um, and that's the why trailer comes out like shit. Monday, and it's Friday at four thirty. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, a lot of stuff on Reddit that's been going around about people like quitting and not refusing to work on Marvel product projects. It makes sense. I think they're yeah, and because again, there's something where it's been like 55 hours worth of content at this point, like in Phase Four between the shows and all the movies, and it's like, well, yeah, that's it's a no good. Um, Yeah, it's not like we there are magically like however many more visual effects artists that are working. You know, like if anything, they're probably less because of this type of shit. Oh, the amount of vfx houses they've definitely opened and closed just to yeah. work on marvel movies just to do black agar boltagon suit because they couldn't fucking throw one together god damn it um god damn it uh what was I about to say so we keep talking about the weird tone and everything and i'm just gonna do a, a, a an andrew pitch on why what i think he was trying to do tone wise I think he tried to make one of those 80s kids movies where it's too scary for kids. Oh, yeah. It has all the hallmarks of that. Yeah. Um, they were going for, like, Highland. They were saying, like, the 80s sword and sorcery shit. So, like, the Highlanders and, like, the labyrinths, I guess. And, like, yeah. all those kinds. And, like, I get that. And I, I, I also was like, they're probably making a kids movie. And that's what they ultimately decided to do in the edit. Was, like, they all have kids. All of their kids are in this. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's yep. daughter is um, Gore's daughter. 
um oh and ends up being like yeah his sidekick i guess um yeah that's that's a hemsworth <laughs> uh so that's the other thing too it's like it's like a family affair so i think they just ultimately were like all right we're just gonna make this more family friendly and take out the gore shit because they did but then the gore gore puts all the children in a terrifying like carriage made out of spikes that's like chitty chitty bang bang style and i was like i kind of love this because this is something and then that scene where gore does like this little weird puppet show i was like christian bale is good like christian bale he's he's fucking good right now he knows what movie he's in like he definitely he's like oh i'm just gonna ham it the hell up and go like it's great yeah 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 they did they did tim burton devito him though where he was painted white he had weird sharp teeth and he was just dripping goo (laughs) but bunch of black um, goo yeah it's fucking amazing though um but the thing, this the stuff they did with his eyes, how his eyes were yellow, and, like, that was, like, the only thing of color, and they kind of, like, it didn't seem like he ever blinked like that. I, that was really, all that stuff was good, where I was just like, give me more of this. Like, I want to see him cozy up to a god he meets, um, and then, like, slay him. Because we don't, we only see him kill the one gods of Egypt guy whose head was completely disconnected from his body. Um, yeah. And that was before he cut his head off. Yeah, that was really weird. That that whole sequence, like as soon as he gets to the like the Marat the Oasis type thing, I'm like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> I was like, this was this yeah. had me. This had me until this part. I was like, ah, all right, this is weird. Yeah, weird, colorful gods of Egypt bullshit. Um, yeah. Also, gods of Egypt when they fought all the people in Omnipotent City and. It was so stupid because they, they would like punch a guy and then they would just be spraying out like a geyser of like gold blood. And I was like, I think this was funnier in your head because it just is a bunch of sloppy gloppy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like just spraying around. It's, it's exactly like Gods of Egypt. That's what happens in Gods of Egypt. Yeah. Gold blood. Uh, I guess that's a thing in, in mythology. They do have gold blood. Um, so yeah. I think that might be why that carries over. Uh, but yeah, of course, like the first thing I thought, was like, and it, but in a weird way, like gods of Egypt, I, the one thing I take away from that is like, they're like 90% of this is like just their heads in the frame and everything else is CGI. And then that's mm-hmm. like kind of what these movies became after that. Like that kind of in a weird way yeah. set the, st- like set the stage for like, yeah. End game is just like Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr.'s head floating around and yeah. It's it's kind of crazy where it's like just their heads at this point in a lot of these shots. Although some of Thor's fucking costumes look great. I love the one with the fur shoulders. Like that one was like, just wear that all the time. That's like really good. Well, the problem is his main one that he picks, he initially gets to be like, well, I can look super cool and it looks ridiculous. But then that's just his suit for the rest of it. And I'm like, but he looks fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm like, was this like he's overcompensating? I kind of, I, I get that. Like, it, it kind of works. No, I get it. But it's also just like, can anyone in the Marvel universe just do that now with their suits? Like, Captain Marvel can do it, and now it's just weird. It's just like, what? Like, well, it started with Vision when he was able to use his amazing ability to make a cape. Um, his cape making ability which he's never used again and that's probably why he's dead Um, he should have I think the vision when he met Doctor Strange though should have 
uh, if he, I don't think he actually met Strange, but he should have gotten the big Dracula collar. He should do that yeah. next time. It should be White Vision should give himself the big Dracula collar. Like Someone's got out a big collar. Come on. Like, if it's not Strange or... Strange has one. I need him to take one look at him and be like, oh, that's pretty good. And then he can go... Voop. He's like, I am dead, but now I'm rebuilt. Am I alive? I'm a, I'm the ship of Theseus. Ooh, I'm going <laughs> to fucking freak out about this. Like, I'll get this cool collar so I can brood in it. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's... I'll, yeah, I think this was just trying to be like one of those 80s kids movies where sometimes it like the tone jumps and it's really scary and creepy. But then the wish for Thor, I loved the bit at the end when Thor gave all the kids some of his power to fight the shadow monsters. What did you, what was your takeaway on that? Um, In the moment, I liked it a lot, but then someone kind of broke down the whole movie and it was like, gore in a weird way i guess like you could keep saying gore gore is right or gore was right because it's like gods just use humans to like fight for them and it's like oh yeah thor does kind of just like have child soldiers fight his fight and i could see how people find that like kind of problematic i usually do yeah in this case and i think with the tone and everything i think you'd get thor to be like wait what no that's not that's not well, that's not what I meant to do. Like he, he. They should have done a scene though that I think where like he, they address it then, or if they did, they didn't show it. They cut it. Yeah, because it's it's because uh, at first I was like, I was like, oh my god. They're, at first I was like, I love this because he's doing all father stuff. Like he technically has more Odin abilities, and I was like, oh yeah, no, he can definitely do something like this. This is a really good idea. And then I was like, oh, this is like a weird child soldier message. And then I was like. No, this is like the ultimate kid wish fulfillment stuff. And like one one little girl was running around with a, a fairy, uh, like a magic wand zapping shit. And there was a kid shooting laser beams out of like a stuffed animal's eyes. And I was like, no, I love this because this is this this one is a kid's movie. And I think that's part of the reason why people are getting upset about it. But they're all kids movies. Um, yeah. Th- but yeah, you're right. This one is the most uh, one of the more kiddie kiddish movies and i thought so i said like going back to like why they probably cut all the gore stuff is like they were like let's just make this a kids movie yeah shorten it up make it make make it surface level they don't have to think too much about it let's go yeah 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 because one of the first things we see thor do is ride stormbreaker around like it's a broomstick which I was like, I, I was wait, like, what? Right. <laughs> I was dying at that. Dude. I love that, like the the like handle kind of gets like roots, like when he like yeah. plants it. I was like, that's cool. I love that. Yeah, all the Stormbreaker uh, sliding into frame as he's talking about Mjolnir stuff. That I loved it. That was pretty great. He's that like, hey, how about your first beer, buddy? <laughs> like, that, like that shit. Yeah, that really worked for me. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a weird. I, I I don't know. I liked I did like the end bit in the weird non soul gem world. Yeah, we're at eternity. The fact that they put eternity in is pretty crazy, and I thought it looked really cool. Where they're like a two D space being. I was like, oh, we're putting in fucking the, the conceptual cosmic characters. Uh, neat. Yeah. Um, uh, there's an awesome 
uh, issue of the the original Infinity Gauntlet comic where uh, like Eternity and like the Living Tribunal and like all the other big cosmic like power players are all just like, hey, Thanos is getting pretty strong because like the idea is like he has all the gems and he just keeps getting more and more omnipotent. Mm-hmm. And it's like all of the uh, conceptual cosmic beings just kind of team up to like try and put him down and Thanos just like beats the shit out of him and it's just like galaxies smashing together. It's really neat. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that I thought was really cool. Cause that, none of that was teased. And then I thought all the stuff there was great worth f- like, that was where all the character stuff of Thor, just not knowing who he is or what he wants to do and just being completely broken, like worked for me. Um, I don't know. yeah, I agree. I, I, um, yeah, the stuff like in the beginning with the guardians, um, with him riding the broomstick, um, and like all uh, like him, him having all the lovers, like his many lovers, yeah. <laughs> uh, the a she wolf while riding a she wolf. <laughs> yeah, he's like a woman wolf while riding a wolf woman, or yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that all, was all uh, Chris Hemsworth's uh, real life wife, Elsa Pataki. Or was it? Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, like everyone's whole family is in this. Uh, uh, Hemsworth also EP'd this. Um, that explains all of the dad stuff because yeah. now he's a dad. Like that. That's the Rosetta Stone behind all the other creative decisions. I think ultimately, it's like he's he's a dad at this point, and he's. Which is also, like, the existential crisis of Thor stuff I thought was interesting. But I'm like, it's not all solved yet. It's weird. It's really weird. It is kind of weird. This movie kind of has, like, a reset button or something. And it's like, they don't really address a lot of the character bits. Which, again, was, like, I think the biggest fault of the movie is, like, it's very surface level. And it's like, I I don't really know what the point of this movie was for him. I don't. Like he gets he gets jacked again, I guess. Like <laughs> he should have yeah, he should have stayed fat for a while. I agree. Um, the uh, yeah, because a lot of I, it's just about him trying to find purpose again and trying like refigure himself out. But it's like he doesn't quite do that. It's like he's semi retired, but he's just like he's like a part timer at the end. He's like full time dad, part time space biking. I don't know, it's cool. Like, I think that's an interesting idea. Again, it's one that deserves more thought and attention. Because I think... Because you can do it. Because in Endgame, the Thor storyline is, like, my favorite part. Because it's, like, he's completely broken. And it's about him realizing, even in the depths of his, like, terrible depression, that he's still worthy. Like, that moment is, like, so good. Where it's, like... Even though you're faltering now, it doesn't mean you're unworthy for all these things that you think that you don't deserve at that time. Like, that is, like, a really beautiful message in the middle of that fucking movie. Uh, for for a storyline that starts as a fucking joke, you know? And it's, like, this... This is, like, tapping on the same ideas. It just doesn't... It doesn't quite hit him. And then at the end, it's just like, yeah, he'll just be a dad now. It's like, well, I don't know if he's... It's kind of like the end of the MacGruber show where it's like, I don't know if he's like in a good headspace to be doing this. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, 
it is an interesting i'm like is they gonna make a fifth one they apparently like i read the thing that him and uh, chris hemsworth and taika were both like shocked that there was a thor will return um title card at the end they were like i I guess we're doing another one like (laughs) or like he's showing up and like he wasn't aware of it i guess okay (laughs) well well oh boy because then they could just do like i don't know it's natalie portman again but she's just gotta she gotta leave where she's at right now um also, how the fuck they got Idris Elba to come back? <laughs> I was like blown away. I was like, he came back? Terrible wig. They just <laughs> grabbed one right from Party City and slapped it on. Uh, <laughs> so the quag, it was the quag on one. They just had to uh, put it in a different hairstyle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I that was. I was like, okay, yeah, she's in Valhalla. Um, yeah, they should have had. Sif's arm there that would have been the perfect gag everyone was saying that online I was like that's that's true that's oh that's a good gag that's that she, I don't, tr- tr- like trip over it or something yeah yeah that's great that's a really good idea <laughs> uh, yeah boy, or they could like, like that or like just had a bunch of other like random people like you know like in Happy Gilmore when he looks up and it's like <laughs> Chubbs and the alligator and Abe Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln yeah Abe Lincoln's in Valhalla. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. The yeah, the two post credit scenes. So I had a couple things spoiled. I, uh, YouTube spoiled that Russell Crowe kills Korg and then Korg kills Zeus. That was just literally like in broken English. That was just a YouTube clip. That was like the top thing on YouTube, like a week and a half ago. And I'm like, why, why does this pop up so early? I was not prepared for this. Like, and it was like, like Zeus kill core. It wasn't even, his name wasn't even spelled right. Um, Thor kill Zeus was like the, like I could read all that because it was like that many words. I was so fucking pissed. So I knew that was coming. I did like when uh, Korg though was just like, oh no, I'm perishing. <laughs> like, he was like, oh no, Thor, I'm perishing. Um, and then I, there was another, there was a piece of concept art floating around of Russell Crowe as uh, Mephisto. And then the first post credits when he's like, the musical ominous and he's just like gods yeah we don't need to be gods all this and i was like if he's about to fucking reveal himself as mephisto i'm gonna be pissed that it was spoiled but instead we got apparently the guy from ted lasso as uh hercules hercules yeah yeah which i yeah i guess he's he's a, an avenger or i don't know yeah he's like um he's like a colossus type like in the x-men where colossus is like their big heavy but he mostly like he's just he always gets the shit beaten out of him and it's just to be like oh no this guy we're fighting is real tough <laughs> like, like or it's like what do you do here and it's like well um, i get beat up <laughs> yeah I, I get beat up you know it's <laughs> so the, like the jobbers can look more look more powerful <laughs> yeah they're, they're like a jobber i think that's a wrestling term where it's like you're a wrestler who just gets beaten up all the time just to show yeah. that like someone means business um uh, comedian John Gabrus kept pushing to be Hercules. Uh, I don't know if you know John Gabrus. He yeah, like really yeah. wanted to do it. And like my friend who I saw it with last night, we were talking about it where it's like, 
Man, Gabrus for this version of it would fucking rule because his dad would be Zeus and he would just be his like shitty party boy son who's kind of jacked but has got a big belly. And it like it like makes sense where it's like instead of like super ripped Ted Lasso guy, it's like, no, give us a Long Island fucking Hercules. It's just like, ah, oh, dad, I just got back from doing these 12 fucking labors. He's like, oh, yeah. I thought you had to do 10. Well, I got help on one of them. Then they made me do another. And I got help on another one. So then they made, they made me do 12. Anyway, I got like an apple and stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be 12, Dad. Um, yeah, no, I'm pretty pissed. Sorry I got help. Sorry I'm not supposed to ask for help. <laughs> Fighting a Hydra. Um, um, I'm looking up some uh, trivia facts. Um Fun oh fact, Bolt, uh, Bale is the second Batman actor to be a Marvel villain in the MCU. Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah. Um, huh. What else is going on? Here we go. Uh, spoilers. Um, uh, what else is going on here? Um, Do you remember that part where um, uh, Axel... Uh, who is Heimdall's, uh, af- as of now, like, prior to this, like, never mentioned son, appears as a floating head, and is like, Thor, we need your help. Yeah, that was uh, shocking. Some, that was some, like, Halloween Town shit. I kept thinking about Halloween Town when that happened. I was like, that's the only way to describe this. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? Like, I don't know if, like... I, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it was bad. It was it was bad. It was that was some Disney Channel original movie shit where I was just like, whoa, yikes! <laughs> like, did they do this shot like the day before? Like, that's the only explanation. That is a fix. The that that is a fix stuff in 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 post fucking solution right there. Um, but then Thor was just like, yeah, I did. I learned how to do this. Heimdall showed me how to use his eyes. And it's like, oh, he actually did during Age of Ultron, during the weird, like, that's right, vision quest. And I was like, oh, my God, they tied that in. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, yeah, that's true. I never, uh, I, I forgot about that. He yeah. Has his, he has his little, uh, he has his bad trip. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um. Any Kat other Dennings, good? good to see her back. Yeah, that scene was weird. It was weird. Uh, it wasn't good. It was bad. Natalie Portman's character. What do you think of her performance in this? It was okay. I mean, I, I don't. I feel like she had more to do too that they cut out. They gave her like one scene, and then she's Thor. She definitely had a lot more stuff cut out because I think getting used to. Jane Foster's character was something that we needed to do where she is very awkward. Like that is like a whole thing where she's just like her confidence doesn't quite match her abilities is sort of like a thing mm-hmm. with the character. And that that's always been the case. That's interesting, but I think I don't know if it worked. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. It's like it's, it Natalie Portman's definitely been better. Um as Jane. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Oh my god, she was so good in Endgame. Her best her best version of Jane is obviously the first movie cuz she is yes. She's reduced to a MacGuffin in in 2. It's it's weird, but she yeah. seems pissed to be there after a certain point. 
Yeah, I wonder. Um, I got, speaking of like going back to the first one, I, I still don't know if I like this one more or less than the first one. This might be my third favorite. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know where this one ranks because all the Thor movies are all pretty inconsistent anyway. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Like the first ones, like rewatching them. I always the first one has like really good chunks. Mm-hmm. Like the the first like thirty minutes of the first movie is the best part by like a good amount, and all the Loki stuff's really good. Um. Yeah, does do you think he like he like needs Loki? I feel like that might be it. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, maybe. Cuz at the end she kind of uh uh his new daughter, I guess is love. Yeah. I don't know. Um she she's like wearing like purple and green, so she's kind of got like Hulk Loki colors mm. with her. No, it's weird. Um, yeah, maybe he does need Loki for that balance, because that's where a lot of the that, that is what grounds him. Loki's supposed to be the god of mischief, and now Thor's kind of mischievous. Yeah, it, it, they also just have like really good banter, you know. Yeah, they're really compelling. Like the that whole arc, the brothers element of it, the. Um, Shakespearean kind of angle, the royalty kind of stuff. It's all, it's all good. And I just, yeah, I was surprised there was. I was kind of relieved there was no Loki shit really in this, other than his back tattoo. Okay. <laughs> R.I.P. Loki. Does, I guess he gets that after he loses weight. Like I don't, like after Endgame, he waits five years. <laughs> yeah, Dra- Drax. Drax gave it to him. <laughs> uh, Should have been a scene. Yeah. Hate if Guardians had some stuff with Thor in it, the new Thor Guardians, but they probably won't. They probably won't. I, I well, my guess. Oh my god, I think he should he should show up in the Christmas special, whatever the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Hello, everybody! Like really sitcommy. Do you think uh, he shot that during this or during three production? Like, what do you mean? They shoot the special. I think they did during okay. three. Um. I I I hope that they I hope Thor shows up in that just to kind of be like I need to go home because like the Guardians were all like I I think my wish for Guardians three is gonna be that it's uh they break up and it's gonna be a getting the band back together kind of movie. Well, yeah, and like I they um, I'm glad they kept Gamora out of this. I was hoping she wasn't gonna show up because I I think that's gonna be part of the third one too. I think that's gonna be the driving force because I think it's gonna be that Quill. And the sense I was getting was that Quill just loved having Thor because he could just do everything. And I think that that's going to be what ultimately, like, Quill's depressed and he's kind of not in it. And, like, kind of passed off all their responsibilities. That was kind of my, that's my hope and my take that was going on with the Guardians chunk. But who can say? Yeah. I would love if Thor shows up in that. I I was hoping they were going to come up, come back. In the end, yeah, I was like, I want, I want a whole movie with them together. I, I, I was kind of hoping for something similar to that. Yeah, but it said everybody except for Drax got like a line. Peter got a few. He had the most, I guess. But 
Yeah. Not surprisingly. But yeah, it was, it yeah, was uh, overall I had a a fun time. I think I still came out of it like yeah. I think I liked Ragnarok more. Um, yeah. But I'm curious to see how this ages for me because I also remember not being super hot on Ragnarok when it came out. So. Yeah, I think the weight of expectations for Ragnarok 2 was one thing. Because that had, like, huge early word of mouth. And, like, I think you and I both saw it a little bit after it came out. And we were both, like, really, like, oh, man, this is going to be amazing. Then it was, like, fine. And, like, Infinity War was, like, right on the horizon. Yeah. Um, so everybody was like, oh, man, what's going to fucking happen? Is hell going to be death? Like, what is this going to be? Are we going to get the last Infinity Stone? Like, there's a lot of expectation where this... This didn't have that weight of expectation, but watching it again, is it going to be like there's even less expectation or care? Like, I don't know. It's going to be weird. It's it's a weird one, but I don't know. Uh, I think this movie does beg the question. Was it better than Suicide Squad? Yeah. 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 I think it was... Uh, Weekly Planet pointed out that it is kind. Of, they do kind of fight similar creatures, though. It is kind of just a bunch of oogity boogities, yeah, like sludge, sludge You're creatures. Right. Um, but is it better than the Suicide Squad? No. Yeah, I would just, I would squarely agree. It's somewhere no. closer to. I'd say maybe closer to Suicide Squad. It's like a this movie's so weird. It is a, it it like is a, a weird. I, I would say like. Not back, maybe like baffling. I don't know if it's baffling is the right word, but it's it is it does kind of bring up a lot of questions. Like what what are they doing? Yeah, there there's something really lazy behind it. It does feel very um, phoned in, except for Chris. Chris Chris was I, he was trying. I think he was he was like genuinely trying. I think. I, yeah, I think he's really into it, and I think he's into this comedic broken version of thor a lot more than the, yeah. the stoic shakespearean version um which i'm fine with um because i think it's also interesting because it's again like thor he still loses in this one like he's still another person he loves die. he's like the one avenger who like consistently has to deal with death in his life and it it doesn't get easier it just hurts him more and more and he just kind of buries it down down more and more which is why it's like okay well now he's that's why, again, it's like the end. I'm like, okay, so he's kind of going to be semi-retired. Um, but I would have also loved to have seen, like, Natalie Portman and him as Thor's raising a kid. Like, that. Like, I kind of want to see them. You know what I mean? Like, it, that would have been nice because their chemistry was still pretty good. Um, you know, their, their, their death scene at the end and, and stuff worked. But it's still weird. This one's just weird. It, it's, it's just the Marvel shit thing should have taken more time off opposed to just pumping mm-hmm. out so much in the last like year really like yeah i mean like the whole thing people were saying like there there's like a timeline comparison of all the phases and like based on like runtime and this one's already like yeah more than double of like all the other ones and it's like and we have no idea where this is going still there's like no clear yeah. not that there needs to be but if you're gonna like be shoehorning all these people together 
to like build this bigger universe. I think there needs to be like, I don't know if there's like a clear vision for it. I I mean, it's going to be secret wars. It's like full stop. Um, but like, cause that was the whole thing with strange, all the incursion stuff. Like it's going to be, it's going to be secret wars, the multiverse, all of that. That's where we're going. Cause the Thor Jane Foster stuff also took place during that. There's like a whole thing in the later Secret Wars where it's like being a Thor, just like Doctor Doom takes over the universe and he recreates Battle World. It's it's a whole thing, um, and he's basically God. But like his police force is Thor's. Like if you're a Thor, you're a cop, and it, it turns being a Thor into a cop. And there's just like hundreds of them. Um, so there's like weird ideas and stuff like that. It's like I don't know. They're, they're, that's definitely where they're going because then they'll be able to br- mash up anything and everything nick cage will show up as ghost rider or like they'll bring in like agents of shield they're gonna bring in like all this other shit that because they can bring in whatever they can bring in the roger corman fantastic four fucking miles teller fantastic four like which they should they should do all that they should bring in john they should have four fantastic fours and they should have the fucking fantastic 16 um like you know all that kind of shit because then it's just like why like because because why not like that's what they've been doing because otherwise it's like because what they're doing really i think what the driving force is is that everyone's going in their own separate paths and just kind of doing whatever like black widow doesn't really tie anything together it's mostly about the heroes kind of retire everybody's like the fight's over thanos is done like we're done yeah. like out of the core team it's about like trying to pass the mantle, but they can't quite do it. So it's like, there's going to be the younger Avengers taking over. I don't know. I don't know. And I care even less. I'm I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, I don't like I'll, I'll see secret wars if they do it. Cause I'll be like, how the fuck are you going to do this? But then also I'm like, well, the, the Russos have that gray man movie coming out on Netflix and in theaters soon. And I like want to see it. I'm like, yeah, this looks like a good fucking spy movie. Sure. Are they good directors? We, we, right. we'll there's no see. way of really knowing. There's because, no, like, they did, they like the squarely, those two guys, they did it, they fucking pulled it off. But are those real movies? Like, no, I don't know. It, it, it is, it's like an event, it's an event film, right? Like, yeah. in the truest sense of the yeah. word, yeah, but yeah, Thor. I think I gave it like a three out of five on Letterboxd. I think that was my rating. I give it like a two and a half or something like that when I eventually do like four Letterboxd reviews at once as I, I want to do from and not write anything. I, I got to get back into doing that. But yeah, it's just like this one's frustrating because it could have been so much more. And it's like how much were they hamstrung and also for Disney and Marvel it's really just like what's the like if it's like truly what's the rush at this point like they're just pumping shit out and it's to the detriment of everything to do the covid productions it's to the detriment of the storytelling like i was talking to somebody doctor strange was supposed to come out before no way home um which narratively would have made way more sense like instead of ned opening the portals it was supposed to be like america Uh. and it's like oh 
Oh yeah, no, that makes sense, and that's like good connection, other than just like literally hand wavy bullshit. Yeah, it's hell, there. it's it's literally yeah, that's it's literally shit. narratively and cre- and the decision making. I'm like, and I've been like thinking about that where it's like, what's the rush? Rise of Skywalker. What's the rush? There was no reason to hit whatever release date that they like had planned. Like, there's that. That's the thing where for some of this it's like okay like this had to get done by a certain time like sure the, question um, mark the blank check was talking about uh spider-man 3 uh on the raimi ones and how uh-huh. like raimi compares it to like that was like one of the first major movies that had a release date like years before it came out like i think they picked that date when two came out so oh. it was kind of like Raimi was like that he compared it to being like handed a sewing machine and a bunch of cloth and being thrown out of an airplane and saying like, good luck, like put your parachute together. Um, so I'm like, that's, that is how the industry works now. That's just how everything is based on release dates now. And it's just like a mad dash to find one. Um, like years in advance but it's still like you're just like locked in you know and even now they're they're shifting them every now and then but like it's still like everything is centered around that it seems like nowadays yeah that's probably something to do with like getting the actual theaters to hit the number that you have to whatever that kind of like math is there's definitely a business side of it but it's like at the same time like if i don't know <laughs> i don't like it because no. it's like that we're clearly getting worse products yeah. as a result spider-man 3 that was the product when they picked the release date three years in advance i was apparently there's a new edit of that the the editor did yeah really? they were saying that on the blank check pod they were saying that the was his name murkowski he's like he's oh. like Ramy's guy he's like Ramy's editor and he like went back and like re-edited oh, yeah. three, and it's like apparently not as bad. It's you know it's not like a thing where it's like amazing, but it's better. We've talked about that before. That's always been my thing with that movie. That movie's out yeah. of order. Like Sandman's power heightening doesn't make any sense. It's that's like told out of order. I, I've always said that. <laughs> not of, I've always said that, but like whenever I rewatch it, I'm like. There is a better version of this movie that, like, can be fixed in the edit. It's the crazy, because that movie has great sequences, but it's just, like, in a lot of it's just in the wrong order. Like, Sandman, one of the first things you see him do is go into that sand truck and then explode out as a big monster and start flying around. Where it's like, that shouldn't be then. That should be, like, the first Sandman stuff you should see is he's in the bank uh, the armored car and Spider-Man's like punching the holes through him and he makes his fist real big and stuff. You want to see that before he can turn himself into a giant like yeah. Yeah. sandstorm. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would fucking watch it. I would, I would watch that I right know. now. I, uh, I woke up early this morning and I go to the bathroom and then George woke up so I was like, alright, I guess we're going in the living room and I put on uh, Spider-Man 1. So back <laughs> to the trilogy. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's the thing. Like when you watch one of it, once you pop, you just can't stop. <laughs> oh boy, I do love that. Raimi memes now is also mostly uh, multiverse of madness memes. I don't know if you follow that yeah. on Reddit. And there are also a lot of like weird, like thirsty Wanda fucking <laughs> posts. It's really weird. 
was really funny, but yeah. oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cooper's barking a whole bunch. I think uh, I've said all. I yeah, I don't know what else. Piece. I, th- I feel like I talked a lot on this one. I apologize. No, it's, I, I think I, you saw more recently, talked. too, so it's fresher for you. So I, honestly, a lot of this left my brain as soon as I left the theater. Oh, I, oh, that's that. Uh, that was Infinity Cones. That was why I wanted uh, to talk. The about. ice cream parlor. What the fuck was that? Like that was not great, right? Like that would not be okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I well I did like um. Uh, new Asgard being a tourist destination, and then the guy being like, "Now these are these magic. Now we can go and we can get a drink of real Asgardian meat." And he's had a, like a Kiwi accent, kind of. I was like, "Oh." Asgard's Hobbiton. Yeah. It's 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 Hobbiton. That's what it is. And I was like, I love this. Like, uh, of course, the Weekly Planet was saying, like, they didn't say that necessarily, but they're from Australia. And Russell Crowe's Zeus apparently was, like, a very specific... There's, like, some guy who was, like, a, a fish and chip shop owner in Australia who was, like, kind of famous... And that's apparently what Russell Crowe was doing. <laughs> like he was like a Greek guy who like had a bunch of like fish and chip shops and was kind of like an asshole. And apparently that's just what he was doing. They're like, yeah, it was really. They're like, they're like, we're like certain Uber that's what specific. he's doing. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, I love it. Taika and Russell Crowe would get that. Yeah, where it, I don't know. Um, yeah, what do we? It's not. It, yeah, this one's probably the most frustrating I, I like it i don't love it and it's frustrating because it's like i like we you could have mm-hmm. you could have loved it it's, this could have been lovable had the, i think it's just all the weird pandemic volume all the weird choices just don't didn't all didn't all add up yeah and then also just like making yeah. visual effects artists work really hard, overworking them in these conditions, and they're all probably working by themselves in their own homes, and like it, it is probably really tough to do. It is really tough to do, I would imagine. So, yeah. Meanwhile, you and I are just like, hey, these action scenes fucking suck. I'm like, yeah, we're a bunch of sloppy gloppies. But like, like ultimately, why I'm like, yeah, I'm not mad that Tyco wasted two hundred fifty million dollars of Disney money, but like, they're not gonna see the pain. They're gonna feel the pain from that. Like, they're not gonna, you know what I mean? Like, it's not gonna hurt them. So it's like, I don't, I, I. It's not gonna hurt Disney. Yeah, it's not gonna I don't hurt think they're gonna learn their lesson. It's gonna, it, it is gonna hurt visual effects artists, and it already has hurt visual effects artists, and like, you know, it. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because it's like this sort of filmmaking is it's it's like what all kind of it is kind of what capitalism just ultimately becomes with everything. It's just like everything gets worse and like mass produced and it's like fast food movies. Yeah, I guess it's like a happy meal. It is. It's a theme park. Scorsese's right. Like, I don't care. We could shit on him. Everyone can shit on him all they want, but he's fucking right. He's yeah. been right. He's been right yeah. this whole time. The pro- the the thing is, the the good at their best, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the entire Infinity Saga. I'm gonna say from Iron Man one up to Spider Man uh, Far From Home, which I do think actually does work nicely as a little epilogue, because the epilogue yeah. is the kids are all right. Like that's the that's what that movie's saying. Like this universe, everyone's gonna be able to move on past this. Also. Also, that was the first movie that kind of took the piss out of the the whole universe-ending threats and stuff. This movie does the same thing. It's like you can't keep 
doing that like that that worked for that movie but like to do like you can't you have to eventually have the threat be real and just be like oh no he took all the children is like yeah that's definitely raising the stakes but you're not taking anything else seriously really with it um gore didn't even do any really god butchering like he didn't live up to his name but uh but i think at their best though it was an experiment in long-term storytelling where it was like they did all these disparate things and then the trick was like can we tie everything together and then they fucking mm-hmm. like they fucking yeah. did it like, yeah. <laughs> like like and and that's the thing at, at their best it's like it's the oh no this will all make sense at some point and then it kind of did and like there's you know there's highs and lows it's but good that's episodic what you tv get because it's it was like an storytelling ex- yeah it's and like there, and in in that there are really good like standalone like spy thrillers like in your you know Cap Two and you know sci-fi like your Star yeah. Wars type things with your Guardians, but yeah, I don't know. Black Panther has both yeah. of those elements. Black Panther has everything going for it. It's great. Yeah. We were just talking about that at work the other yeah. day. Um, yeah. uh, My friend and I were talking about Black Panther Two before Thor started last night, where it's like. Out of the Marvel slate, I'm, I'm really excited because well, I don't know what's next. Well, She-Hulk comes yeah, out. Yeah, I think that, and there's another TV what? show. Is there another movie? There's no trailers there's for no any Marvels of the next movies, right? Too. No, they just announced that'll be like this time next oh, they, year. I know they shifted a couple dates, right? Yeah, and I'm curious to see that. I want to see a good Captain Marvel story. I think that they can do it. Like I I I want to like that character because like I I do like I'm like that's an interesting cool character like I want to see Carol do stuff plus I'm also just like oh, Brie Larson's I I think Brie Larson's a pretty lady so I want to see her do well but um even though she doesn't care what I think about a wrinkle in time uh uh and I'm gonna stand up and cheer when she castrates me in the movie um but uh uh I, yeah I don't know I don't think there's another movie there's not another movie with a trailer out um I think Black Panther. They said the trailer is going to premiere during Comic-Con, maybe. But that's the one where it's like... That and Guardians 3 are the big ones where it's like... Guardians, I'm just like, I just I just want to see James Gunn do this again. And I'm, I assume that's not going to be all in the volume. Or if he uses the volume, Better. it'll be in interesting yeah. ways. He'll he, like I trust him to... Weekly Planet always points out the in The Mandalorian when they go into Boba Fett's ship... And it, uh, you see it like kind of revolve around the cockpit, and it's like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like I want, I want to see James Gunn figure out cool shit like that. Like they get swallowed by a monster, and they're in a, mo- a monster's mouth. I don't know. Um, uh, uh, what's about to say? But Black Panther two, I'm just like, I don't know what that movie's gonna be. Period. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It like, Namor is gonna be in it. They're gonna have to deal with. Chadwick, maybe Shuri, they're gonna have to deal with that, and then it's introducing Riri Williams as Ironheart. Yeah, and it's like Namor, like Akuma, I think is the or Atuma or something is like Namor's nemesis. I think it's gonna be a movie about a war be- between Atlantis and Wakanda because that like happens in the comics. Like every like they usually don't like each other, and it's like okay, yeah, like, like right. <laughs> it's like. I'm like, I guess that's part of it, but then also all the other shit going on where it's like, what are they, 
I, I like I just don't know what that movie's gonna be. And I like is is Killmonger gonna come back? No one knows. I would love like, that. Literally, it, it, that that movie is an like completely inevitable, in enviable uh, position to be at like the helm of. But like I trust that creative team is invested enough. They're gonna be way more invested in that. Oh, I would, hope, I would assume so. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I think that's. I think. Yeah, yeah. I th- that's the thing. There, there, there really was no like stakes to make a great Thor movie anymore. It was, just, you know, it's like okay, we already did that, so let's. We're just taking our victory lap now. Yeah, this was just a. Yeah, you're absolutely. This is a victory. It's overconfident, but like Black Panther two, it's like it could have had that overconfidence, but now I'm just like, what the like? That's gonna be a real movie. That that's one where I'm confident. Where I'm like, that's gonna be so. Yeah, and they're gonna handle. I think the death of Chadwick well, and like that's probably gonna be a central plot point. And I don't know. I I I would assume so at least. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Who knows? Or they're. Or it's going to be like introducing a lot of other stuff, and like, okay, that's that's also something. We shall see. Yeah, you're right though. That is the next movie. We shall uh, see. And then you got Ant Man, Quantum Mania, and then Guardians, and then Marvels are in 2023. Mm. Ant Man, I remember, is going to be like another big volume based movie. That was one when they announced they're like, yeah, we're really going to use the volume for this, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> but that might work. That might work yeah, for Ant-Man. I mean, big props, you know, throw some big props in the foreground and some big set, set piece. Yeah, you, you gotta. You need you need yeah, that. Like a big shoe coming down with gum on it and you get stuck on it like in the movie Ants. You should do that. He goes, oh no, it's like an Ants. Or was it a Bug's <laughs> Life? I don't know. I get them mixed up. That's a good Paul Rudd. <laughs> like Ant-Man bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Not getting his, he's, he's a big yeah. movie guy and uh end game listen off like a bunch of movies yeah yeah but you could do something where it's like everything else shrinks around them like you could do it from like his pov where he's shrinking down and then you see the volume goes gets bigger like you could like that would be cool if they do like a couple things like that like yeah did i say i saw thor and imax and it was literally only headroom oh yeah forgot forgot if i said that it's literally only headroom yeah yeah Anyway, um, yeah, I'm tired, I guess. I don't, like, yeah, 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 this weekend, I didn't realize Marcel the Shell comes out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and see like that and RRR when I can, because those are two movies where I'm like, yeah, I want to f- see the shit out of both of these. Like, I'm excited about them. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was a uh, good app. Good talk. Um, I I think yeah. this was. What a weird, a weird movie. <laughs> what a weird one. Oh, yeah, I'm going to shut up now because I'm just going to keep circling back to like, what was this? <laughs> we don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, well, let us know what you think. Uh, like, rate, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. At Sean and Andrew talk about movies. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. We can yeah. bring up one last thing. It's crazy that this movie starts with a guitar version of the Marvel logo, and I we, forgot we both about forgot that. about it. Literally about to, uh, I noted that as soon as it started, and I was like, completely forgot. It is a, but a it was all, version of the Marvel logo. It was, but it was like weirdly quiet. Like it was like it should have been like way more like 
way we- bigger. Whaley. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. They forgot in Munson yeah. on it. I got to anyway. run. I'm getting some calls. They're uh, calling me at work. Yeah, you got to so. travel. Yeah, you got to travel. Right. Well, tell them you were All busy. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.